0: Welcome to the Modern Jewish Girl Podcast. I am Jenna, lawyer by training, writer and teacher by choice. Originally from New York, I am a proud wife and mother living in Los Angeles. Join me as we delve into the Holy Torah's teachings and apply them to our lives. I keep it short and sweet, but always deep. Welcome. So this week, I want to start talking about Pesach because it's so crazy. Pesach will be here in about two weeks. And whenever this time of year rolls around, you can feel (laughs) in the air the anxiety, the panic (laughs) rise. And I don't know, maybe this is just my own perception bias because I'm extremely anxious when this time of year comes. And the truth is, I've made Pesach for five years now. So you would think, okay, I have a plan. But the truth is, is a lot goes into making Pesach every year, especially for the women. And so it's just very easy to get overwhelmed and anxious. And that's why I decided this week, let's talk about mindset, going into prepping in and getting ready for Pesach. And then I also thought it would be fun to speak about my favorite Haggadahs, new and old. So again, I'll be very honest. I find myself kind of thinking when Pesach rolls around, like, why do there need to be so many details. Why does there have to be so much preparation? Can I just like not do it all? Can I just like break out some matzah, you know, like w- get rid of my bread? What do I have to check all the cabinets and clean and this and that? It's just so much. It feels like such a burden. Like this is one of my Yitzhaharas. I'm being completely honest. Like I just feel like it's so much, like I don't want to do all of these things, you know, like it's really a lot. And then, so it's kind of in this negative place and it's really a shame because the whole reason we're doing this is to connect to Hashem and to celebrate that he took us out of Egypt and made us his holy nation. And we know from previous podcasts that there's a world of connection and a world of disconnection. And when we're feeling that anxiety and that resentment toward Pesach preparation, we're not connecting to Hashem. We're de- it defeats the whole purpose. So I read a beautiful piece of Torah in a new Haggadah called the Imuna Haggadah, which I'm going to speak about a little bit later. But this man Levi Felsinthal, he learns here in Jerusalem, he has a wife and children, and he he made this beautiful Haggadah, and he really was inspired to do it based on his own wanting to strengthen his own amuna to give it over to his family at the Seder. So he says, Pesach has many mitzvos commandments. And he raises the question, isn't it more special to do something because we want to and not because we're obligated? And the answer he gave really shifted my mindset and helped me tap more into this place of joy. So I'm hoping it'll it'll do the same for you. He said... Judaism is not a religion. It's a relationship, right? I'm sure we've all heard that. It's not a religion. It's a relationship. It's a marriage between us and Hashem. And he said, just like any long-term meaningful relationship, it demands commitment. And he explains with acquaintances, you know, we all have acquaintances. There's no obligations. We see them. We say, hi, how are you? There's no expectations. But with a spouse, I mean, imagine if you didn't speak to your spouse all day long you expect to speak to your spouse multiple times a day. In the morning, when you wake up, he says, you say, good morning. In the middle of the day, you call to check in. How are you doing? And at night, before you go to bed, even if you're exhausted, you you say good night, you speak to each other, see how your day went, um, discuss whatever you need to discuss. And he, he parallels this to the three prayers that we are meant to do each day. Shachris in the morning, Mincha in the afternoon, and Mariv at night. These are the times when we talk to Hashem. So he's saying in a marriage... Also, like sometimes you need to stop and go on vacation to focus more on each other and kind of get away from everything. And he's like, this is Shabbos and Yom Tov. The Shabbos and holidays are the times we're meant to step away from day-to-day life and connect with Hashem and just focus on Hashem. So I thought this is such an amazing parable. He's saying any serious relationship really requires commitment and consistency, if it's just based on your mood, you know, like he gives the example of this couple and the husband suddenly just like leaves and doesn't say where he's going. He just goes on a trip and and shows up a week later. Could you imagine? And, but when he shows up, he, he brings a gift. Okay. So the wife feels a little bit better, but then two days later he disappears again. And then he comes back with another gift. Do these gifts like repair the damage that he did? Not at all. But he's just giving based on when he wants to give. He's not committed to the relationship. So he says, if you're commanded to do something, right, we're commanded by Hashem to prepare for Pesach in this intricate way. Then when we do it, what we're doing is part of a permanent committed relationship, a marriage. And it's not just based on our mood. And So it's actually more special and more holy than if we just do something because we're inspired to do it. So this idea really helped me in terms of looking at my Pesach cleaning this year. I was feeling very overwhelmed and anxious the day I made my lists of, of how I'm going to get everything done, when I'm going to do it, and I went to actually see my teacher, Sarah Yohebid-Rigler at the Merita, to, to see her recently, and She, she was talking about her own Pesach cleaning and she made a comment, you know, Hashem took us out of Egypt. He made miracles for us. You think he can't help me get ready for Pesach? (laughs) When you put it in that light, it's, it's very true. So my goal is to feel calm and joyful. And I will be honest, it is not easy for me every day. I have to really, really fight (laughs) because I have a lot of anxiety and I get overwhelmed easily. And I go back and forth, but it's very normal. It's normal to have yitzhara, you know, that doesn't want us to clean, doesn't want us to do mitzvahs, resents the whole thing. But then we have the holy part of us that wants to do this joyfully and calmly and celebrate the birth of our nation and the fact that we're Hashem's special nation and people. So my goal is to approach it with as much joy and calm as possible. And I'm just going to share a few very quick practical steps before we jump into the Haggadahs. I try to keep the purpose behind Pesach in mind as I go about the preparations This is a holiday about strengthening our belief in God, celebrating our connection to him. And so like I said, approaching everything in the calmest and most joyful manner will be conducive to achieving the goal of this holiday. And I really break everything down step by step into lists. And I try to tackle one thing at a time, one day at a time. I try to make everything as simple as possible in terms of the food I serve, you know, roasted veggies, chicken, simple foods that my family really enjoys. I don't go crazy. Some people enjoy making really fancy dishes and that's fine. You should do what brings you joy. But for me, healthy, wholesome, simple food brings me joy. So I keep everything as simple as possible and I delegate. That's another big one. I really delegate. I hire cleaning help. I do some takeout and it's amazing because it helps me come to the Seder table awake and alert and happy and excited. Last, I really try to learn as much about the holiday as I can before so that I can be inspired to do the physical mitzvot that are involved in preparing for Pesach. So, with that, let's jump into the Haggadah review. First, I'm going to review three Haggadahs that I've used for many years and then three that are new. So, my first favorite go to from the past years is the Gutnik edition Haggadah. It's, the Lebavich, it's a Lubavitch Haggadah, a Chabad Haggadah. I'm actually linking to all of them below. It is such a regal book. It is so beautiful. It has this really soft leather style cover. The pages are, are so gorgeous. You really feel so regal sitting at the Seder using this Haggadah. And the outside is really a reflection of the inside because there are such beautiful ideas in this Haggadah going all the way from the simple meaning behind parts of the Seder all the way to the deep mystical Hasidic ideas focusing on the teachings of the Lubavitcher Rebbe and previous Rebbe's in Chabad. And every year I enjoy using this Haggadah at the Seder so much, I find it to be very satisfying, both intellectually, emotionally, and it's very relatable and enjoyable to use at the Seder. You know, some books are so text heavy, they have so much commentary that you really, they're not so practical to use at the Seder because you kind of get bogged down. Um, This book is not like that. The layout is so beautiful, but yet there is amazing, deep commentary. This is really the perfect balance to use at the Seder. The next Haggadah that I love is From Bondage to Freedom by Rabbi Dr. Abraham J. Chworsky, who recently passed away. Rabbi Chworsky was a psychiatrist who specialized in substance abuse. So you might be thinking, like, I'm not a substance abuser. Like, why would this Haggadah speak to me? <laughs> you know, hopefully not. And um, the answer I will give you is because we are all have our own unhealthy habits and our addictions and the things that enslave us. And that's why the focus on untangling ourselves from these things and moving to a place of transcendence and fulfillment and joy and freedom, getting out of our own personal Egypts, I find it to be such a powerful and beautiful focus in this Haggadah. He's so clear, Rabbi Chorsky. He's very relatable. It's very enjoyable. And again, this is another um, Haggadah that I find has a lot of commentary, but is really fun, enjoyable, and practical to use at the Seder or to read beforehand would be good as well. Last, I always feel like I need the Breast Love Haggadah at my table during the Seder, Breast love is all about serving Hashem with joy, even with our mistakes and our spiritual lows. It's mystical. It's deep. It's filled with Hasidic stories and parables. It just brings me simcha. It brings me joy. I just love this Haggadah. So if that speaks to it all, I would definitely check out the Breast Love Haggadah as well. A brand new Haggadah, which just came out, which I haven't had the chance to get yet, but I thought I would mention, is called Gems from the Nasivo Shalom Haggadah. There is a book called Gems from the Nesivo Shalom on Pesach, but this is different. This is the Haggadah and the Nasivo Shalom was a Hasidic Rebbe from the last generation and his Torah is so beautiful, so deep, so relevant. And I would imagine that the Haggadah, which is very focused on a and faith will be amazing. And it's really for all levels. And that's the beauty of the translation in English that anyone can access these amazing deep teachings. This year I bought two Haggadahs for myself. One is called The Amunah Haggadah, which I mentioned earlier, by Levi Felsenthal. It says, teaching Amunah at the Seder. And this is filled with commentary. So this is one I would definitely recommend kind of reading beforehand. I'm sure you can use it at the Seder. I just get a little overwhelmed by the amount of text. But based on the teaching I gave earlier, perhaps you could see how there is such beautiful commentary in this book. And what's so amazing is that in trying to build Muna, faith in God, which is really what Pesach is all about and transmitting it to our children, he goes through like different aspects of creation based on the Seder and really looks into like how amazing this world that Hashem created is in order to help us build our faith. It's a very unique book and I'm really enjoying reading it so far. So I definitely, definitely recommend it. Last, I couldn't help but purchase the Elie Wiesel Haggadah for the Seder, and that's the one I I plan to use at the Seder itself because there's less commentary, so it's not as overwhelming. And there's beautiful artwork from Elie Wiesel's friend, illustrator Mark Podwell, and I just find it's such a beautiful, clean layout. And the commentary from Elie Wiesel is very unique because it really ranges from ancient commentary to Wiesel's own poetic reflections on faith and suffering and darkness and light and coming from a Holocaust survivor who really saw death and the death of his family and still comes out believing in Hashem. I find that his commentary is so inspiring and so powerful to read. Let's sum up. We can get into the Pesach mindset by remembering what we're really doing. We're preparing our homes for Hashem to dwell with us this Pesach in our homes and our hearts as we joyfully celebrate that he took us out of slavery and made us a holy nation. And although Pesach preparation can feel like a burden, we can remind ourselves that these mitzvot are a way of showing our commitment to a long-term relationship or marriage with Hashem. And the goal goal is to prepare with as much calm and joy as possible, which for me means staying organized with lists, taking it one day at a time, making things simple, enlisting help, and learning about the holiday to keep myself inspired. And there's so many beautiful Haggadahs to enrich your Pesach now and at the Seder itself. So I highly recommend going online, checking some out. I link to all of the ones I discussed below, and hopefully you will find one that speaks to you. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe to the podcast and share. And if you could write a review on Apple Podcasts, I would be so grateful. Take care.